Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Movie Attic Headquarters with your host, Betty Jo Tucker, author of Confessions of a Movie Attic, right here at www.blogtalkradio.com. Hi, movie fans. Thanks so much for tuning in to Movie Attic Headquarters. We have a great show for you today, folks. I'm very excited because we'll be talking about Cake, a Love Story, the short film based on It Had to Be Us, which just happens to be a romantic memoir my husband and I wrote under the pen names of Harry and Elizabeth Lawrence. And we'll be talking to award-winning filmmaker Misha Zubrev, as well as the wonderful actors Deborah Lord Cook and Richard Vernon, who portray Harry and Elizabeth, plus our good friends Nancy Lombardo and George Bettinger, who play Elizabeth's friends, have also agreed to call in. But that's not all, folks. The big surprise is that I persuaded Larry Tucker, my husband and co-author of the book, to be our co-host. In fact, he's on the line now. Larry, thanks for agreeing to help out today. Well, you gave me an offer I couldn't refuse. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we'll talk about that later, Larry. <laughs> but I'm so glad you're here. And I'm also glad that Nikki Starr, our producer extraordinaire, is here to cheer us on. Nikki, are you ready to find out more about Cake, a Love Story? I am. I can't wait. And I'm so excited to have Larry here. Oh, Nikki, I I know I feel the same way. You've been a strong supporter of this project from the very beginning, and we we really appreciate it. And I see that all our guests are, are waiting patiently in the green room, except for Nancy Lombardo, who said she would call in during the first part of the show because she has a performance this afternoon. And... Um, so, uh, Nikki, if you'll watch the switchboard and let me know when, when uh, Nancy does uh, show up. Um, I'm so eager to hear from her because she's the first person who told us that it had to be us should be a movie. So it's really important that we hear from, uh, that we hear from her. But let's bring Misha Zuberov on. And um, I, I think that Larry is, uh, has a question He's eager to, to ask you. So, hi, um, hi, Misha. How are you doing? Hi, Betty Joe. Hi, Larry. I'm doing very well. I'm doing very well. Oh, I'm so glad. And I, I think maybe, uh, Misha, that uh, Nancy uh, has called in. Could you check that for me, Nikki? I, I'm, I'm mistaken. But anyway, I think Larry has a, a question that he would uh, like to ask you, Misha. Uh, am I right, Larry? Yes, I do. Misha, what was your reaction to the film festival results for your film? Well, I, I think it was extremely re- rewarding. And 
I, no pun intended, but uh, Peter Joe, you, you introduced me as an award-winning filmmaker, and I, I want to say, really, the truth is that everybody in this call is, is award-winning. We have award-winning co-authors of this amazing, lovely story. It has to be us, both Larry and Betty Joe Tucker. It's so unbelievable that Larry, you know, you're you're here and we're actually speaking. Uh, I, I'm truly, truly honored and to to be, you know, in uh, in this kind of remote. Uh, virtual presence and uh, to to be interviewed by you is really truly a surprise, and I'm so so happy that uh, this is this is working out. And, uh, and you obviously your 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 novel was you know was the one that was the, was the one that um, made this movie come alive, and it won the uh, uh, the book award of, in the Hollywood Book Festival. And so I'm not the only award-winning one, but also they uh, are amazing cast. Richard Vernon and uh, Deborah Lord Cook—they're also award-winning because you know the film. Thank God, thankfully, it's won awards, and uh, the actors are the ones who really—they're the faces of this film. And the film doesn't win awards by itself, so it's really—I'm not the award-winning filmmaker. It's really the film and all the cast here uh, that is with us—they're also award-winning. So uh, the <clears throat> this was extremely, extremely rewarding, and I—I I feel really, uh, truly blessed. Uh, uh, truly blessed with us. I feel the same way, Misha. It was so exciting to get that kind of recognition. And and uh, Larry and I want to congratulate you and and your wonderful cast and crew. Plus, special thanks to your entire family for their contributions to this movie. Your mom and dad, Vera and Vadim, and your wife Ariella deserve extra kudos. And I also want to thank the festival, film festival judges who voted for Take a Love Story, as well as the people who, uh, you know this, Misha, we have some people who have already written positive reviews about the film. Um, Richard Jack Smith, Judy Joy Jones, Dana Taylor, Chris Mansell, and Pamela J. Smith uh, did... Uh, uh, did did the film justice, I think, and uh, we're really really thankful for for what uh, for for what they did and for uh, for them screening the film and uh, and posting those wonderful reviews. And you know, Misha, it's probably important for our listeners to know that Take a Love Story does deviate from the book, as of course most screen adaptations do. But I was so happy that it also stays true to the story's theme. Could you explain to our listeners the major changes you made uh, for the movie besides the title, Misha? Yes, yeah, so <clears throat> there are a few major changes, um, and I guess the main ones are, I'd say there are mainly three major changes aside from the title. The first one is the location. The second is the guitar scene where Harry, he's, uh, you know, he's this amazing uh, romantic musician. Uh, and uh, the third one is the number of friends that were in the film. So the location in the movie is, uh, the original location takes uh, place obviously between Colorado, Las Vegas, and uh, California. And uh, due to uh, uh, various constraints. We actually, and I think it really worked well for the story to make the setting of the film in New York City and New York City proper and Central Park and uh, outside of uh, uh, the center, center city. 
uh, Manhattan. Uh, so that was uh, the, you know, Manhattan essentially is a place where also it's a very romantic place and a very lively city where, uh, uh, you know, dreams kind of do come true for many people. But in this case, I think uh, it, it's uh, it's quite fitting that in New York City where everybody's almost like an island and everybody's so isolated and everybody looks is looking for someone else and there's really very people are not always as committed and to and to have a, a story set in Manhattan this beautiful story where a couple comes together after being apart for so many years uh and they come back together in, in a city where everybody's always constantly looking i think it's just really beautiful and uh, an inspiring idea the second change was the guitar oh. the guitar scene um and i think that I, I, I wanted to add a, a score to the to the film, and I, you know, it's just to kind of have a motif, late motif to the to the film and to the uh, undercurrent of the story. And I uh, I wrote a song, and uh, the song is called "Remember the Day," and I thought the song was just perfect for the film. And who else, who better to sing it than? You know the, the the character who would learn the song to sing to to his uh, to to Elizabeth, um, and I so I, I thought it would be it would be a very unique and moving touch uh, addition to to the uh, to the script. And finally, the I number think of that, friends. That, mm-hmm. I I just wanted to say that that the changes that you made are certainly made uh, the story more uh, cinematic because it was a he he said he remembers she remembers format and uh, you know that that doesn't go so much on the screen <laughs> so you had to do you had to do um something to make it more cinematic and i think you certainly certainly did that and that was why uh, you know, I was upset when you when you were first thinking about changing the title, because we were Larry and I were so uh, you know <laughs> so uh, happy with the title for the of the book. It had to be us. But um, explain why you went with cake, a love story, instead instead of it had to be us. So cake is many layers. You know, there's it's. Uh, there are layers. There's, you know, there's a taste of the cake. There's also the the shape and how it looks. And I, I think that um, when we were discussing something that kind of ties, that like something that uh, an object that would tie, that would romantically tie Elizabeth and Harry. And kind of be the cause of their love, this kind of love relationship and this tension initially. And we discussed that the idea. I believe I, I think um, you mentioned this that uh, both you and Larry share this uh, uh, passion for this for for a chocolate sundae uh, for 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 a uh, uh, chocolate sundae cake. So I uh, yes, yum yum. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I thought right. that it, it's. It's something that you know it brings good memories, but it's also it's also like bittersweet, you know, and uh, and because the story itself it's also very kind of bittersweet. It comes from the 
kind of the bitterness of the past and brings the sweetness together in the present. And uh, yes, it ties the ties the movie together visually. And uh, 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 why the balcony scene? So the balcony scene. It's a good question. Uh, well, when I was when we were actually initially working on the feature version of uh, of uh, it had to be us. Uh, as you remember, we wanted to. We kind of saw the story as a Romeo and Juliet what if, right? What happens if Romeo and Juliet, instead of having this kind of uh, tragic ending, what if they uh, they got married? And what if after 20 years of their marriage, suddenly things started falling apart and they would, fall, and they would kind of go their separate ways? And what if 20 years after they went their separate ways, they suddenly had a chance encounter? What would happen? And so the inspiration essentially for this balcony scene was this kind of a Romeo and Juliet what if setting, because essentially you know Harry and Harry and Elizabeth are uh, a Romeo and Juliet. They met their childhood sweethearts. They met in high school, and this balcony scene kind of represents this romantic encounter uh, where Harry proposes to her for the second time. And so I wanted to kind of bring that Romeo and Juliet essence into the story through the balcony. Yes, it it I thought I think it added a, a lot to the to the movie. I was I was glad that you did that and and uh, happy with with the changes that that you made. Now, um Misha, we have more questions for you, but I I'd like now to bring on Deborah and Richard. So don't you go away, Misha. I'd like to welcome leading lady Deborah Lord Cook. Now, Deborah, thanks so much for agreeing to be with us today. Hi, thanks, Betty Joe, for having me. I, uh, well, I'm you so gave ha- such I'm... a beautiful, beautiful performance as Elizabeth, and, and Richard Vernon really impressed us equally with his portrayal of Harry. Richard, you've been waiting patiently. Welcome to Movie Attic Headquarters. Hello, all. What a treat to have you both here today. Larry, what would you like to ask Richard and Deborah? Hi, Deborah and Richard. Hello. I'd like sir. to know Hi. I'd like to know why you want to play why Elizabeth and Harry and how you prepared for these roles. Deborah, why don't you go first on this one? Okay. Well, I I I'm a romantic, and I want to believe that there is true love in this world. And I thought um, that that your story, It Had to Be Us, was just incredibly beautiful. Um, it's uh, It was very, it touched me deeply, and I was very excited to have an opportunity to audition for Elizabeth and then eventually call back and then finally, you know, get the role. So I, uh, when I'm preparing for a role, I, I look back into my own personal past and I bring things to the table in my mind of very, you know, similar situations and, and in, in ways there's like love and loss and, you know, all of those things that I have in my bag as a, as a human that has lived as long as I have and as an actor, you know, to, to find that material that's real to me. 
um, that that's where I go with that initially. And then, you know, Misha and later Vera's um, guidance and their, their very, very um, specific uh, and detailed idea of what they saw in the film helped to refine those elements. And then the, the finishing touch was the song that Misha wrote. Um, I don't know exactly what it was, but every time I heard that song, I would just, you know, it just was so incredibly emotional for me. Uh, so, mm-hmm. so all of it became quite natural. It, you know, I felt like I was living um, Elizabeth when we were finally shooting. Oh my well, thanks, uh, Deborah. How yeah. about you, Richard? Well, uh, hello, everybody. Um, I think that what drew me to playing Harry initially was um, there was this sort of um, duality to him. You know, he's all about love and longing, but on one side, he's very confident, um, almost arrogant. And on the other side, he's quite fragile, you know, to the point where he openly weeps. Uh, so this this was very tantalizing to me. Uh, and then also, as a professional singer-songwriter, it's not often where I can, you know, act and uh, sing a really great song written by Misha in the same project. And so preparing for the whole thing was just about uh, trying to really get deeply into the screenplay and get inside uh, Harry's head and his heart. And, um, I mean, obviously, uh, Misha and Vera were, were just so um, perfect to work with because um, they really brought out these things in me. And, and it was, uh, I don't know, in a strange way, I can say it, it the whole process almost, like Deborah had just said, it, it, um, it almost became sort of automatic in mm. some way. You know, it's the whole thing. It's so well written, and and um, the group, everybody, it was just everything was so positive, and and we were really just, um, you know, we were really around. Whatever you this. both did, it paid. It certainly paid off, and I, I think we we do have Nancy calling yeah. in. So so let's bring her in and um, see what she has to say. Hi Nancy. <laughs> Thank Hi. you for calling in. What how, did, did you hear me say that you were the first person who said that it had to be us um should, should be, be a, a movie. movie. Did you hear me? Yes, I was. Thank you. <laughs> and you said well, you said no. from my lips to God's ears. I guess he heard you. <laughs> yeah. Well, well Nancy um, did you? Um, what What would you like to tell oh, Misha and Deborah and Anne Richard about fun. about your experience in being in the movie? Oh, it was so much fun! And I got to tell you, Betty, when I first saw her, like I said, did you look at a picture of Betty? And she goes, No. And and I said, Oh my God, you're a young Betty. I said <laughs> from <clears throat> from knowing you. And I go, Oh my God, that's what Betty would have looked like. When she was younger, this is so weird. I was kept telling her, I keep thinking you're Betty in my head. <laughs> so that was great. And I got to say, they were terrific. Everybody, Misha, his family, oh, how they fed us and how they got everything done in one day. I'll never know. We were freezing outside trying to make it, George and I, Bettinger and I, trying to make it look like it was summer, spring. And, uh, but it was so much fun. And they, 
they were so professional and wonderful, and it was just a great feeling. The, um, his father would stop and play the piano while we were waiting in between takes. It was, what? This really? is a movie in a movie. <laughs> so it was so great. It's such a talented and wonderful, warm family. That, it was a great experience. George and I had, had a great time being your friends. <laughs> In the movie. Well, I loved I loved seeing you and George t- together in that amusing uh, balcony scene, and um, there's just uh, the, of course this is a short film, so uh, you know I said oh I want more. <laughs> I want more. Oh, it's a short film now. And, and it was a short film now. It was just. <laughs> it was just. But the it whole was story, great. I now, think, uh, I, Misha, everybody did such a great job. And they were so professional, and I didn't know how it was going to turn out because I had never met them till the day I showed up to film. So I didn't know what was going on. We pulled up, and then we saw them filming outside the house, and I go, this is it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. George is, George is here now. Uh, let's, while you're here, I think this would be a good time uh, for, uh, to bring George in. All right, and, uh, it's the famous George Bettinger. Hi, George. Thanks for calling in. Hi, Betty Joe. How are you? And and Richard and Deborah and Nancy and Larry. Wow. This is amazing. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm this is amazing. I, I want to go home all... and listen to this. George, I... turn down, George, turn down your computer. You're getting feedback. Okay, hold on a second. There is no okay. Thank you. Oh, how, how about Thanks, this? Is Nancy. this better? That's yeah. better, yes. No, I'm very happy that you guys are all here. This is amazing. This is really wonderful to bring the cast and the director and the writer. And Wow, wow. It is, it is. And I, I want to tell everybody uh, that uh, how much that I appreciate uh, you and uh, and Nancy because uh, you have your sh- your own radio shows. And uh, every week, well, Nancy does uh, what's, What's the buzz here on Blog Talk Radio every Monday and Friday morning at 10:30 Eastern Time? And George, you do your your wonderful mom and pop shop show uh, on uh, Dreamstream Radio and iTunes. I think it's iTunes from Miramar. Right here in Yes, yes. Yeah, oh, it's on there. It's on Monday, various Wednesday stations. And Friday, yeah. Yes, yes, and Monday, Wednesday, Friday. The main thing is this is about the movie and you and Larry. This is, wow. I mean, it's so nice to intimately have everybody get together. Let me tell you, when I first heard about the film, I didn't, you know, as most actors are, you don't really know too much. You're asked to sort of do an audition or, you know. And I said, let me go ahead with that. And I tried that. And it was good. And when we got together, it all formulated, all these wonderful people. It was really uh, a very um, intimate, nice setting of, of, of making a film. I thought it was really fun. Well, I think you you helped make it help make it fun. Um, let's let's ask Miss Misha. Well, uh, Nancy and uh, George are here, and Deborah and uh, Richard. How did you select your cast members? Well, I, first thing I've got to you say, it feels like ones. a family reunion. <laughs> well, you got Nancy laughing. That's good. <laughs> and uh, George, I hope you're still gonna you you're, you you won't forget about forget about us uh, when you come. Back I would never forget story. about you. I'm working on uh, okay. love <laughs> l- love a luggage story. 
It definitely has to be a. There's going to be a part two. Um, yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, I think those two those two friends of hers are really uh, terrific. <laughs> <laughs> well, See, we're having well, fun. We're, we're comics having fun with you now. But love a luggage story is going to be big. See, it's an open and shut case. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> I want to say that. Well, Misha, did you say you have three hundred? And Misha's mom. Misha's mom. Is she on the phone too, or is she here? No, Vera. Vera is a beautiful lady. She's so talented. Wonderful. She's the most delicate uh, direction giver I've ever met. She would whisper to me, "Nancy, now do this." Yes. She co-directed with with Misha, and uh, she is a lovely, lovely lady. Well, uh, Misha, did you say that there were 300 people who... I was outside with a camera camera crew, and she was inside directing that uh, the whole scene was uh, with uh, you guys and Deborah when you were inside. Uh, And there were some microphone problems. I couldn't hear anything, so I really just, like, relied on her. To get this whole the whole scene, and that that was like one of the funniest scenes. Like when you when George like running in and out, and Nancy running in and out, and then Deborah, she was like, "Oh my God, you know, all, all that uh, all that dialogue was happening, and I could pick up only half of it." And it was I was so just, funny. I, I just, you know, was, that's was, what you just pointed yeah. out. You could make a separate release of just what happened, <laughs> putting the microphone, and the microphone had this jagged edge. And they would run it down our back and everything. And I was uh-huh. like, we were like going, ah, is it set yet? It was hysterical. And, uh, you know, you ha- must have all this footage of us saying, D- you know, switch the mic. It was wonderful. I mean, that could make a whole good outtake reel. <laughs> I think but so that they too. did it. That, what did I, that's what I asked uh, Misha to do, yeah, to make, a, make another little film about that. If, if it was coming out in DVD, that would make, uh, you know, bonus bonus item. I think it would. I think it would. It was a well, great I've been, experience. Been trying to, it was a great well, experience. I've been trying and to I ask, have to say, I love cake now. <laughs> you do love cake. <laughs> welcome. Welcome to the club. Well, Nancy, we don't want to keep you from Yes, your, I've got to run. I'm running uptown. I'm running uptown. I'm what? doing a show at Stand Up New York. So I'm running uptown to do a show. So and 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 it's pouring in New York, so I'm going to run uptown in this weather and uh, do a comedy show. But uh, I was glad that I could call in. It's a great film, everybody listening. Uh, they'll tell you when you can see it. If you see it at a festival, go see it definitely and get the book so you know both stories. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. I like the way Love you. I like the way you think, Nancy. <laughs> well, break a leg this afternoon, okay? Thanks a lot. Bye, right. everybody. Bye, Nancy. Bye, Nancy. How much fun. What I've been trying to ask Misha is, uh, didn't you say you had 300 people that answered the, the call to be in the movie? Do I have that right? I, I'm not sure if it was 300, but it was definitely a big number uh, who responded. Oh. Uh, I had, I mean, there was, it was at least like three pages or four pages of uh, submissions that we had to go through for the for the male leads and female leads. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. And I, wow. I want to say that uh, specifically for we obviously we didn't call everybody in. We called in like uh, very few people. Uh, but I, I want to give a shout out to my wife because she was the one. She, like out of all the uh, when we were looking through male leads, Ariel was the one who actually spotted Richard first. And she's like, that that's your man right there. 
you know, and, and, it's not, and it was a great picture, you know, but like, you can't you can't really tell much from the picture um, initially. And uh, I mean, you know, Richard has a personality, and sometimes, you know, it does. Uh, he's a singer. He's uh, he plays guitar, so it's kind of like almost too good to be true, you know. Um, and I so I'm like, okay, well, you know, gotta give her a shot. So we called him. Yeah. And um, he's wonderful, Ariel. Oh my gosh, you guys as a team, you're gonna be really big with <laughs> movies. You're great. Thank you very much. And it was really so. Uh, it was a, a lot of teamwork. And Richard came and. He he uh, he auditioned uh, with Deborah, and then we, I brought on the guitar the second time, and uh, it was just a really really great process. So so special, really. Well, I, I have to say, and I just want to let me just say hi to Larry. I didn't get a chance to say hello. It's George oh, yeah. Benger, Larry. Uh, it was a pleasure to be in the movie, and nice to meet you. Thank you. My pleasure, my pleasure, and Richard and Deborah. I say hi to you guys. You're wonderful, really. Wonderful. Oh yeah, we have, we'll Thank have you. to um, meet up again sometime. Oh yes, yes. so nice. George, when we had the first, I just want to let the listeners, you know, to Betty Joe's show know when we had the first very premiere at my friend Bernie's club, it was packed and the people reacted. Oh my goodness, it was just overwhelming how much the uh, screenplay that Misha turned into from the book, you know, onto the screen. Wow. I can't, I, I wish I could uh, show you what the people, re how they reacted, but it was great. Well, we had a similar uh, experience. We, Misha gave us the um, permission to have a little family premiere on Christmas Day in our living room, which we call the center room. And uh, there were 16 people watching it there, and Larry and I were just watching people watch it. And two of our granddaughters afterwards said that they they actually actually teared up, and uh, and one one person uh, that. Uh, uh, that we didn't think would be interested at all in the movie, and and uh, he 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 was really impressed with yeah. um, the song "Remember the Day." This is our grandson. He was really impressed with uh. "Remember the Day," and uh, which, by the way, uh, we are going to play as the outro music. So uh, so hang uh, in there, listeners, because we're going to play uh, Richards. A rendition of um, "Remember, Remember the Day." So the audiences are responding to this. In fact, the um, the NSAEN uh, film festival people did show the three top films from their festival um, in Savannah, Georgia, and the number one audience. Uh, Film, the film that they selected as their favorite was Cake, A Love Story, over the other wow, films. Wonderful. So it's, it's being being very very well received. And and Misha, I wanted to tell you, in you did a great job of picking the cast, and I I was especially impressed with the chemistry between. Um, between uh, Deborah and and Richard, did did you pick up on that right away? Well, we actually thank you for saying that. First of all, I, I want to thank you, Berejo, for uh, giving me the creative license with the story because, as you as you mentioned before, I did take a few 
uh, side turns, um, uh, as we mentioned earlier, with the, with the song and uh, with some of the motifs. Uh, but uh, at the end of the day, you know, the story is so true, and uh, it, it's really just it has humor and it's genuine. And uh, so I, I appreciate the creative license that you gave me to, uh, you know, to, to kind of. Uh, to, to make it so, you know, uh, kind of memorable and um, as it is. And I also want to thank, by the way, George, because George, he facilitated the screening um, at Bernie's. And this was, uh, this, Bernie was his friend. And uh, so, George, thank you. Thanks again for doing this. I mean, if it wasn't for your recommendation, I don't know where we would screen it. So no, my pleasure. You know, Bernie is so proud of what you did. He writes to me all the time. Uh, Bernie Firstban, who's a you know a, a mega giant of cabaret in New York City, he he loves the fact that we did it at the Metropolitan Room, and he 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 contacts me all the time and says, "How's the film going?" And I said, "It's winning awards," and he's like, "Wow, great!" <laughs> that uh, was wonderful. Yeah. The the, the Manhattan the Manhattan Room is that the name of the place where it was? Uh, it, it's actually the Metropolitan. Metropolitan Room, and that was one of the last big, big things that took place there before they decided to retire that room. And that was a big afternoon. We had a, I cannot describe how that film went over with people. They were teary-eyed. They were hysterically laughing over it. I didn't even know it was that funny at the end, but they loved it. I know. <laughs> I know they did. And I had a little video. I had somebody there taking a little video, and they sent it, sent it to me, and I saw that. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I think I think there were a lot of stand-up comics in that uh, in that audience. Oh, my gosh. You know, Betty Jo, we had Nancy. half of the Friars Club there for you. That's what I thought. <laughs> I thought that was just great. A lot of, a well, lot of energy. You know, a lot of energy. And, and you know, I, 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 I think about um, uh, about the chemistry between uh, Richard and Deborah. I mean, we felt uh, it was very obvious that the chemistry was right there, you know, during the audition. Uh, there's no mistaking about it. And uh, we, you know, obviously throughout the, the three-day filming, uh, and then also we, um, we we did some pickup shots in, in Central Park. We also took some still photographs with uh, with Richard and Deborah and. They, you know, I, I know that there, that you guys were planning on doing some work together. I'm, uh, Richard, I don't know, did you guys, um, do you, have you um, done some more, like, because uh, I know you're doing, like, um, working on couples. Uh, uh, yeah, we're actually, um, um, Deborah just contacted me, like, it was last week about something like that for some uh, pilot, I think, that's, that's coming up. And... Um, so we we contacted them and we're waiting to hear back uh, what what the what the word is on that. So that would be really cool. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's a multiple day um, project would would be with Richard and I working as a couple, and uh, I think it's almost ten days. So let's, we're wow. keeping our fingers crossed for that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be great. That would that would that would be great because you do. One of the people, I think it was Chris Mansell, who wrote a review, and he he said that it was the work that you were doing reminded him of a, a Tracy Hepburn movie. <laughs> I thought, oh, that's oh, right. on Cloud wow. Nine, I'm I on Cloud Nine, that. they're yeah. even saying Tracy and and Hepburn. Yeah. Well, um, I've been I've been neglecting Larry, and so 
I'm, I'm going. I think he had another question that he wanted to uh, to ask all all of you. Larry, do you have anything else that you would like to ask? I do. I yay. I like to ask what each of you enjoyed most about working on the, this movie. I hope Richard mentions the scene where he finally played the guitar and sang to Elizabeth. Was what was that your favorite scene, Richard? Uh, you know, it's really hard to say, Larry, because I, I, I the whole thing, uh, the, I mean, the, just the project itself was my favorite part about the project. <laughs> you know, it was uh, the story, the story, the story. And then it was the song. And then it was working with such just a talented team. And I have to say, everybody involved in this was all in from the first minute. And then we were led by our great director, you know, Misha Zubarov. And it was, it was uh, the whole experience was just um, so consuming for me. I, I, just, I just couldn't wait to get there each morning and, and go to work, you know, and, and uh, work on these, on these various aspects of this and and uh i have to say that i was uh quite sad when we wrapped when it ended when the production ended uh for a couple of days i was actually sad you know I, i'm missing my friends my new friends i'm missing the job i'm missing the whole experience and and um, you know as an actor i think that's probably the golden place where you want to be because it's you know you're when you're an actor you're either working or you're looking for work and so when you finish a job, it's like, okay, I need to find a new job. But th- this was the one where, <laughs> pardon me, I just uh, I just needed to take a couple of days off and really really reflect on, on what a wonderful experience I, I had just been through and a, a journey with all these great oh. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, that's and, my and favorite part about the film, <laughs> in a long nutshell. But you did enjoy the singing. You did enjoy the singing. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and um I really enjoy the fact that I was able to do it a couple of times. <laughs> well, I'm I'm so glad that that uh, you know, that Misha takes, wrote that song and that you were and that you did it so song. well. And how yeah. about you, Deborah? Yes, well, I agree with everything that Richard just said. The you know having such an amazing, talented um, and a crew and cast who were so passionate about the project. But the one thing I guess I loved most about playing Elizabeth and Richard is, is the you know with against Richard is that um, you know I love the comedy and yet the the deep emotional um, journey that they were <clears throat> that they were on. But um, I I studied um, with the most wonderful coach Richard um, Gary Austin um, from the Groundlings. Um, the late great Gary Austin, and he was—he always said, "If you have, you know, if you—if you're not really sure what you should play emotionally, or you know, uh, you know that love, you know, is is like the strongest um, choice, you know. So if you can um, use that, if you can, if it would will fit in any way, it's the most strongest choice an actor can play." And so it was so wonderful to have this journey where love is the is the you know is there, and you know and and at first it 
you know, whether it's going to be returned love, you know, that the love is, is kind of still in a box there. Um, and then, and to go through that journey where they, they are, um, where they, they are able to open up to each other and express that love. It's just, it's just beautiful. So that's what I liked most about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What an, what an answer. <laughs> the whole be still mm-hmm. my heart. <laughs> what did mm-hmm. you enjoy most, Misha? I I must say it's such a such a tough question because um, I have to side with Richard and Deborah. I mean, uh, just the process itself was uh, you know I, I think the first thing for me was seeing everything just come alive, all, all the work that we put into the script, and you know going from the feature, condensing it into a short, and incorporating the song inside, and uh, and then casting, and finding some amazing amazing cast, Richard and Deborah. I mean, they're so beautiful, they're so amazing. And just seeing everything come together and seeing those little scenes, the scenes when they're in the, in the shopping mall, you know, fighting for the cake, and the scene when they're, you know, fighting for the cake, like they're eating the cake inside of a kitchen, and it's the set dressing, and everything was just coming together so beautifully. So that, that was the first thing that uh, just the experience of seeing the, literally seeing the project come from script to screen, and that was just amazing. I, I really loved it. It was exactly what I envisioned. The second thing I must say is that it was the film was uh, being film made uh, essentially one year to the date of uh, Ariel and I's uh, my, uh, myself one year anniversary. So having having filmed the proposal scene exactly one year after Ariel and I got married was quite uh, quite something in and of itself, and uh, and we had even uh, you know a family party afterwards so it was really meaningful something about that time just was so special and we filmed in december and it, you know it was cold but it wasn't didn't feel like it wasn't snowing so we kind of cheated it a little bit like it was uh you know just <clears throat> towards the end of winter time or early spring um so so that that part of that that time of filming it uh, just uh, a year after our anniversary was very special on on our anniversary a uh, year after our wedding and the third thing I want to say is this so what is that Richard would know <laughs> and uh, so what happened Richard maybe you want to tell <laughs> Richard are you still there So uh, what this was is the bell and whistle. So when we on the last day of um, filming, when we wrapped at the end of day three, it was still moving. And Richard, he uh, gave each one of us a, a, a gift. He, he gave my uh, parents, I believe, a uh, CD of his um, of the songs that he produced and he wrote and produced. And uh, he also he gave Deborah a gift and he also gave me a gift. And the gift he gave me was this kind of silver bell and whistle. Um, and he said that, you know, in this business, it's all about bells and whistles. And uh-huh. I still use it to this day. So such a, I wish you could see it better, Joe. such a cute, uh, unusual, you know, uh, unusual tr- trick it. My wife's helping me. Ariel's helping me trick it. That uh, it's just it's something that really made it memorable, made it real. And I'll never forget that experience. Uh, you know, 
uh, ever. So I, oh. I miss everybody, and we will have to do this again. Yeah. And, and by oh the way, I want to say that I have DVDs for everybody. So I I know I know that Nancy left, but I do have uh, DVDs of uh, Deb Richard when we have to get together, and I will uh, give you a DVD copy of the film as well. Oh, fantastic. Well, yeah. well, thank you, Misha, very much. Thank you so yeah. much, Misha. That's Misha. great. That's great. I I just uh, it's so great to hear these <laughs> these comments and and reaction, and I just have to say, uh, in terms of the film. Uh, some specifics here. The opening scene in the grocery store, I, I think, is just precious. And the balcony scene at the end really made me smile and tear up at the same time. And uh, that's kind of unusual, both at the same time. And I'm hmm. so amazed that, that this film, I think I said this before, it pulled off this format that was that we used in the book he remembers she remembers and um i i honestly didn't think that was possible to do in a movie and uh finally i just have to say that for larry and for me it's this film is just a, a treasure and just tell all of you how much we appreciate what you what you have uh what you have done and um usually Movie Attic Headquarters uh, is only 45 minutes. We've gone past the 45 minutes, and but I did. I was smart enough to extend it <laughs> for 15 minutes. And what I would like to do now is to uh, find out what projects uh, you're 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 up to, um, future projects. You hinted at the couples kind of thing. Uh, Richard and, and Deborah, but I know that Misha has a uh, another film that's making the this festival circuit that's really doing great. And in a minute, I'll ask him to tell about that. And uh, but and Richard, I know that you have a uh, a new movie that you've just signed up for. So why don't you mm -hmm. uh, you tell us about that, and then I'll ask Deborah to tell us what she's up to, and then uh, and then Misha. So go ahead, Richard. Okay. Um, can you hear me okay, everyone? I yes. can. You can? Okay. okay. Because my something happened and my phone disconnected, and so I, I'm now on oh, my no. cell phone. Yeah, oh, so I just no. Well, we're sure glad we you're back. Okay. Yes, yeah, I'll immediately call back. Um, so, yeah, I'm actually now been working on, um, as, as a, a principal on a new HBO series um, called Succession. And it's uh, written by Jesse Armstrong, who's a, a, a writer of some considerable merit, and um, directed by Mark Mylod and, and Adam Arkin. And, and it's just really, really great storytelling. And it's kind of loosely based on this um, Rupert Murdoch uh, couple, where they're billionaire uh, media moguls. And he's getting old, and his his health is going, and so he's dangling um, who's going to take over the the firm over his kids. Um, so it, it's just this com <laughs> completely dysfunctional mess of these people. Uh, and I'm playing the the houseman, the butler, and I'm I'm really oh. kind of in the whole you know in the show. I'm the only guy who's kind of normal in the whole 
everyone has got some skeletons in the closet or anything. And so uh, I'm the only guy who's kind of normal. Um, and I raised most of these kids for them. So I have a history with them. So it's, it's just a, it's really great, great fun. Um, and I've been when, will it on be, that. Uh, when will it be released? I mean, when will it be on uh, HBO? Yeah, they're, not, they're not letting on yet. I think they've still got two more full episodes to shoot. Um, okay. And then, and then from there, lately, I noticed that uh, HBO has been sitting on series. You know, I think they don't want to, like, saturate their market too much, so they'll shoot something. And they could wait two, three months. So it may not be until, um, who knows, the summertime. Uh, they are advertising it, though. Yeah, it's so starting I, to. I know that it's going to yeah. going to be coming. How about you, Deborah? What I know that you you just finished with a with a play uh, uh, just yes. yesterday, right? Yes. No. Friday was our last. We did two shows on Friday night, um, back to back, and that was it. But uh, it was a run of uh, a Tennessee Williams play called "A Cavalier from a Lady." And uh, by White Horse Theater, directed by Cindy Marion. And it was a wonderful, um, twisted play. And we sold out every show. It was amazing. And we we performed it at the beautiful Players Club, um, which was an amazing setting for that particular show. So I'm so glad to have had that uh, happen. And I... Since I um, was shot Take a Love Story, I actually was cast in a feature film called um, uh, In the Moon Shadow. And it was to shoot during the total eclipse uh, of the sun Mm -hmm. in Nebraska, August 21st. So eventually I ended up becoming one of the producers of that after I was cast in it. And we oh. shot part of the film in, in my hometown in Belgrade, Maine. Um, the, so the first part of the story starts there and ends there. But um, the, the, the journey that these two sisters go on uh, is to go see the total eclipse of the sun in Nebraska. And it was a wonderful experience. And we're currently in post-production, um, still raising uh, final funding for that. So we're really excited about that project. Oh, um, golly, I, I, yeah. I, I want to see that, and I want to see Succession, and so you guys are keeping busy, but I already saw um, Misha's uh, film that is uh, being selected for so many film festivals. Uh, Misha, would you tell us uh, a little bit about about that? Sure, thank you so much. I uh, um, So... I I want to say that so this this film yeah is, it, thankfully has been also having uh, some success in the film festivals uh, like Cake and it's been so far it's called Our Brothers and this is a short five minute film uh, which tells a story about a real conversation that took place uh, between uh, it's a Jewish story and it talks about how. Uh, a uh, an Israeli, a non-religious Israeli soldier has a conversation with a, a religious older man, and how the two of them uh, kind of find so much in common, even though they don't have anything in common on the surface. Uh, actually, there was a, a screening of the film last night, and uh, here in New York City, 
and it's going to be it was just um this this month it was in uh in Florida and Palm Beach and Boca Raton and it's going to be in March it'll be in uh like California, San Diego Film Jewish Festival and then it's going to be in Chicago and Seattle. Uh, uh so Great. and also I'm uh I'm working I have some other short uh stories that that are really emotionally engaging that uh, I'm working on putting together right now. And also I in the pipeline I have a kids book which I finished uh working on and we finished all the illustrations so I'm right now shopping around and working with a uh potentially uh, looking for uh, I started initial conversations with agents who really love the story and so I'm going to be uh I'm kind of busy with 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 that uh as well so wow. that I'm t- you people are all so creative and and so busy and we were so lucky <laughs> to to have you involved with Cake a Love Story and to have you all all here today and I I have one more uh, important question one last important question for Misha when and where will Cake a Love Story be available for the general public So I'm so happy you asked me, Joe it will be available February 14th on Amazon Prime, which is uh, obviously February 14th is Valentine's Day. And what better time to release the movie and make it go live than uh, on Valentine's Day, the, the day when that embodies uh, romantic ideals in a movie like this that essentially brings these ideals to reality. I think that's the perfect time to uh, to, to make that release. So it'll be available February uh, 14th on Amazon Prime. And, uh, okay, I, I will... February 14th. Um, did you say 13th or 14th? So 14th is that's the official release, but we're going to have a pre-release uh, a day before. A pre-release on one. February 13th. Okay. Oh wow. Well, I I can hardly wait for that. I, now I want to encourage listeners to buy Cake a Love Story on Amazon Prime, and to read our It Had to Be Us ebook, which is available now in Amazon's Kindle store. Sorry to say, our time is almost up. Thanks so much, Misha, Richard, Deborah, George, and Nancy, for being such terrific guests today. Thanks also to the folks at Blog Talk Radio for their support, as well as to all our listeners, and special thanks to Nikki Starr and Larry Tucker for their help, and to Nancy Lombardo, George Bettinger, Angela Drake Perry, and the Wacko Network hosts for supporting our show on their own radio shows. As I mentioned before, Nancy is the host of What's the Buzz right here on BTR. George hosts the very entertaining Mom and Pop Shop show on TuneIn Radio from Miramar, Florida, but aired worldwide every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Plus, Angela is the popular main host on Fallen Angel Radio. Special thanks to Denise Casino and Judy Joy Jones for their creative PR in connection with Cake a Love Story. And finally, I'm so thankful for the enthusiastic support for this project by Priscilla Leona, Luke Le- Lyons, Brian T. Shirley, Lola Greason, and many other, many, many other fans and friends. Now, here's what you've been waiting for. Richard Vernon is going to take us out with his rendition of Remember the Day, Misha's lovely original song from Cake, a Love Story. You're on, Richard. <laughs> Do you 
when we first met It was a time I could never forget And now I miss you I miss you It was the summer of 69 I was yours and you were mine We were so happy Looking for love and neither were you But it happened to me and it happened to you I felt I knew you And you knew me too And that's the way the story goes How it ends nobody knows Love is a heartbreak Love is a heartache Then one day things started falling apart How can a few bitter words break our hearts? We were so foolish So foolish One day you're here The next you're not Without your This is life, this is love, this is 